Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Tuesday, June 2nd, 2021. It is morning here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. I am uh, sitting by the window. It is kind of partly cloudy um, day, a little cool, and um, apparently we're going to have rain tomorrow, which is kind of crappy considering that it rained the entire Memorial Day weekend up until the afternoon of Memorial Day itself. But um, anyway, so it's been two and a half weeks, I guess, almost three since the last episode. Um, And yeah, the big news is just the general reopening of society, it seems like. Um, At least in this neighborhood, the local mask report is that for the first few days after that CDC announcement, whenever it was, people were still kind of masked outside still kind of un a little bit unmasked and now it's i'd say 80 percent unmasked outside um with some people still wearing masks um and i think some of that is also just in terms of behavior like if you're going into a store you may just put on your mask as you leave the house to not even think about it um uh, i've found that if i'm going to the store i just put it on and And then it just happens to be on the whole time I'm out. I kind of don't think about it, which I'm fine with because I'm fine with with sort of for myself normalizing mask wearing to keep myself from getting all sorts of illnesses. Um, But but yeah, uh, kids, you see some kids who are obviously not kids are obviously not vaccinated. Some kids are wearing masks outdoors. Uh, Some aren't. We allow Oliver to be unmasked outdoors but he is fine with keeping it on if we ask him to. And he always asks, can I wear a mask or can I not wear a mask? Um, at school, obviously, he's totally masked. And on the school grounds, um, adults are masked too. So when we go for his 10 minutes of running around the playground, which he likes to do at pickup, um, I have to be masked too. He's masked and I have to be masked too. And then when we get like kind of a across the street from school going home I always say okay you can take off your mask and he takes it off and hands it to me um but yeah the neighborhood is basically unmasked in stores everyone still seems to be totally masked I've the only place I've seen anyone um outside of a restaurant or bar any only place I've seen anyone not wearing a mask indoors is um well where I guess just the deli our deli around the corner which um the family that runs it has just kind of stopped wearing it. Um, the parents have. The daughter, who's young, like, I don't know, she seems like 18 or 19 or 20. Um, she's still wearing a mask. Um, but that's the only place. And I I still wear masks indoors everywhere. I just always have it in my pocket. Um, but anyway, that's, that's the mask scene. Um, and obviously, we're in a very kind of, I think, highly vaccinated um, part of the world here i have no idea what it's like out in um i guess red states um from what i understand um many people are unmasked indoors everywhere which um yeah i don't understand how anyone would feel psychologically comfortable doing that after being you know ingrained to do it for 14 months to to wear a mask um but who knows um anyway so yeah kind of unmasked uh and feels good um, so speaking of Unmasked, we had our first show, I played my first gig in 
14 months, and that was I Get Wild, our Talking Heads band. We played back at Littlefield, which is where we played for at least my last show back on March 6, 2020. So we played Friday, May 21st, and it was awesome. Um, we sold out technically those 100 seats, 100 tickets for sale. It had been 50, and then three days before they upped their capacity because that kind of followed the CDC announcement. So they upped it from 50 to 100, and the remaining 50 sold out in a couple of days. And everyone in there was vaccinated. You had to show proof of vaccination. If you weren't vaccinated, you had to remain masked, and you stood at the back, kind of near the door in this cordoned-off area. And I actually didn't bother to look back there because I never really look out at the crowd while I'm playing. But from what I understand, I the only person I know of back there was um, – John Shaw, who is our friend and who is um, uh, married to our keyboard player, uh, Stephanie Sanders, and he apparently forgot to bring proof, so he had to remain masked and stand at the back. But the show was awesome. Um, we went on at 8.10 and played till I guess, 9.30 or 9.40, and it just felt great. It just felt kind of life-affirming and for us and I think for the people there, too, and there were a lot of friends in the crowd. Um my coworkers, some of my coworkers were there, Michael and Warren, um, my friends uh, Bradley and his wife Nina, um, friend Steve from Chicago who was in town for uh, the weekend, um, and our friend Matt Frampton, and um, geez, I'm just like spacing on like, oh, my bandmate Drew Thurlow from Taka Taka was there, uh, which was awesome, um, and uh, friend Eric and Debbie great times and um oh and michael shannon was there <laughs> um who is a friend of the band and also a sometimes uh performer with us and uh he actually brought us cans of um Modelo halfway through the show to the stage so that was very much appreciated um but yeah it was a great show and afterwards kind of hung out a bit and went next door to wild east for a couple of quick beers and then um went home but wow what a night uh, so let's see the, was it the next day or no, the day before I can't remember, maybe it was the next day, but, um, then, um, we went to city Island, me, Julie and Oliver, we drove out to city Island off, off the coast of the Bronx, which I'd only been to once. Cause long ago, like 10 years ago, Julie and I had rented a car for some reason. And on the way back, I said, can we please go look at city Island for two seconds, which we did. But this time we went actually ate and hung out. We went to, uh, oh, what's it called? Whatever that like a uh, seafood restaurant that's at the very southern tip of the island is, we went there. It had like fried shrimp and stuff, and then we went to the super cool um, antique kind of toy store. A- antique meaning like stuff from like the fifties to the present. Dan's Playhouse or something like that. But um, my friend Matt Tyson had recommended it, and it was great. They had all this eighty stuff, which I loved, like baseball cards and old sticker books. Like if you remember sticker books. Um, and tons of little pins and postcards and posters and old Star Wars toys in their boxes. And um, Born in the USA was playing on the record player. It was it was great. So got a couple of things there for Oliver. And then we went to Lickety Split on the next block and got ice cream, which is a super cute little place. So all in all, successful trip to City Island. And Oliver wants to go back ASAP because he loves that little store. So we will go back soon, I think. Speaking of Oliver, school is still going pretty well, and he started playing basketball, which he loves. Um, 
So Julie found this basketball guy in Park Slope who kind of like takes over one of the courts at Washington Park, J.J. Byrne um, on, in Park Slope and has basketball practice, very varying basketball skill level classes, I guess you'd call it. But so Oliver goes a couple of times a week now. And I went for the first time because usually Julie takes them. I went for the first time on Memorial Day and no one else showed up. So it was just Oliver and he basically had a one-on-one practice. <laughs> it was fun to watch. So they played one-on-one. Um, and the guy that runs it is great. He's this like youngish, I guess maybe late twenties or thirty dude from marine park and um he's great great coach so oliver's been playing basketball and you know we've still going around the neighborhood playing um last weekend we went to saint mary's playground and um underneath the f train tracks and played basketball there it was fun um but we didn't do it this past weekend because it was memorial day and it just rained all weekend which was really crappy um And we did nothing except on Friday of Memorial Day, my friend Eric texted. He said, let's go get lunch because he had a car. So we quickly drove down to Sunset Park and had tacos at Tacos El Bronco, which was amazing. Um, And then the rain started, so didn't do anything the rest of the weekend um, except Monday. uh, Eric actually had a rooftop barbecue and its sun came out, so that was pretty cool. and had some fun there uh let's see looking at my notes here i guess the other big thing is um just like with all of this society opening up all of like these concerts and shows are being announced now and like rebooked and you know new dates announced and new tours announced and it's kind of stressing me out it's stressing me out on a financial level because there's a a lot i want to go to but i can't afford to go to everything um, money wise and time wise, I did get a Dead and Company ticket for Friday, August twentieth at City Field, and a Genesis ticket for Friday or Sunday, December fifth at Madison Square Garden. Um, so those will be fun. And there's a number of smaller shows I'd like to go to, but I haven't done anything yet because yeah, uh, it's just kind of stressful to think about. It's like to go from zero to sixty is a lot. Um, but I'm obviously happy everything is is coming back. Um, so we'll see. And I, I know that some more shows are being planned for I Get Wild, I think, this summer. So I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, a lot is happening. And it's a lot in general. <laughs> so I'll be slowly reemerging. But as my friend Greg in the neighborhood said, you know, right now he doesn't really feel like leaving the footprint, meeting the, the neighborhood. And I, I kind of feel the same. Um, and yesterday, June 1st was the anniversary of my dad's death. Uh, so I'd been kind of dreading that for the previous couple of weeks. It was just on my mind that the day was coming. And then when the time came at 7 PM, which is the minute he passed, I was found myself in the backyard talking to my brother-in-law and playing with the dog, uh, about 10 or 15 feet from where I was, uh, last year when I was, FaceTiming with my dad up until a few minutes before he actually passed. Um, so it was just kind of like, and the weather was the same, you know, just really nice, sunny, and it was just kind of surreal. Um, but obviously called my mom and everything, and she'd gone to church that yesterday, and they dedicated the mass to my dad, which, you know, you can kind of like dedicate these things. So she did that, and I think she felt okay. Um, so that's good. So that's been the big news. Um, let's see. 
moving on to the audio portion, not much to report. Um, I listened to a lot of Bob Dylan last week or so because he turned 80. So I just ended up listening to a ton of Dylan. Um, and I guess the only new thing I've really paid attention to is uh, the Mdor Mokhtar album. M-D-O-R Mokhtar. Uh, this guy from uh, Niger, I think. Uh, he's from the, a Saharan country, and he's a guitar player, and he, you know, he's like, they call him the Hendrix of the Sahara, and he is awesome. The album's out on Matador. I highly recommend it. Um, it's called Afrique Victim. Um, Afrique Victim. Uh, very, very good. Um, just kind of like searing electric guitar, like awesome electric guitar playing over these really fast-moving and kind of cool and complex polyrhythms. Um, so give it a listen. I think, like, even if you don't love it, which you, you should, but <laughs> even if you don't love it, it's, like, really fascinating thing to just listen to and hear what's going on. Oh, uh, let's see. Moving on to um, books. A lot of things have been coming in from the library quickly, and I've had to, like, kind of speed read so let's see, I finished Watchmen, you know, the classic graphic novel, and it was great. So yeah, I'm glad I read it. Uh, maybe I will read another graphic novel at some point. Um, I read How to Break Up with Your Phone by Katherine Price, and she it's really quick read. It's only like 140 pages, and it's like small, but it's kind of like a self-help book. And yeah, I didn't follow the plan. There's, they outline a 30-day plan, but it made me think a lot about like my habits and my mental habits and what I what draws me to like pull out my phone and you know to kind of be mindful of it and when I pull out my phone maybe stop and think oh do I need to and you know often the answer is no you don't um you know you just feel like you need to occupy your mind but you don't really need to do that um so anyway how to break up with your phone Catherine Price um and I am halfway through uh, the Ministry of the Future by Kim Stanley Robinson, who is a very well-known hard modern and hard sci hard sci-fi writer, uh, but very readable books, and um, he's like kind of a best-selling author. And this is his latest book, and takes place in the very near future, like in the twenty twenties and thirties, and it talks about. Um, how climate change is going to come crashing down and how it's going to affect society and not just in the usual ways we're told about like rising sea levels and, and you know the nuts and bolts of climate change on the earth but how society will start to react psychologically but uh, you know and how it'll affect the like worsen the you know the inequality chasms um, how it'll kind of generate new forms of even terrorism like eco-terrorism and uh, just extreme behavior, both by legitimate nations as well as by organized peoples. Anyway, fascinating book and such a page turner, like great, great story. Um, so yeah, The Ministry of the Future. And I picked up at the library yesterday, um, Nothing But a Good Time, which is this oral history of the 80s hard rock and hair metal scene, which came out recently and I can't wait to read it. And I have a feeling that I'll be able to read it in like <laughs> two or three days. Uh, preferably over some bourbon, um, and it's awesome. But yeah, Ministry of the Future is due back Saturday, and I can't renew it because there's a wait list, so I have to plow through 300 more pages in a few days, but I think I will be able to pull it off. Um, but yeah. 
Yeah, and speaking of the library, yesterday we drove over, Oliver and I, after work and school to the Red Hook Library to pick up this book. And then we brought a scooter and then we went over to Valentino Pier and he scooted all around Valentino Pier um, and the park. And then we went through the drive through at McDonald's so he could get a Happy Meal. And that was pretty awesome. Um, nice little quick <laughs> uh, 90 minute getaway after work. Um, not even 90 minutes. Yeah. But it was nice. And I guess that's it. I guess the only other thing now, now it's June. So I always love June because I love the summer and it's before the dog days hit. My birthday's coming up later in the month. And, um, yeah, I just love June and we will be going on our first road trip, like real road trip with the car. Um, we're driving to Cincinnati at the end of the month. Um, so that's exciting and it'll be nice to see my mom and just hang out and see our friends there like Brian and Beth and Pete and Roth and my sister and her family and my my big cousin from Mexico who randomly now lives in Cincinnati uh yeah so the plan is to also go to Mammoth Cave while we're out there which is south of Louisville which I've not been to since I was a kid Um, but Oliver really wants to go to Mammoth Cave National Park so we will do that but anyway much more on that um, to come in future episodes. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, um, trying to think if there's anything else and I don't think there is. So yeah, now that we can hang out again, maybe see some of you in person soon, um, out on the street or out at a bar or out somewhere. But, um, yeah. All right. So yeah, this has been the Conrad Life Report, episode 65, June 2nd, 2021, uh, from right next to my favorite window in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Um, see you next time.